The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. I play Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian. My name is Sam. I play Fjordan Frankentrees, and I am a Hill Dwarf Druid. My name is Jerry. I play Peter McMoist, a Drow Bard. on the very good adventuring team. The gang decided to take on the Follow the Frogs quest. They learned some things about Adam McNutt and then headed to his place. He wanted to talk about the frogs. He thinks the frogs are going somewhere and that they will go there later that night. He would like the VGAT boys to follow those frogs. They agreed to do this and to meet him back at his place later that evening. Meanwhile, the boys have some time to kill. They decide to take on the delivery quest from Emma at Tattle. Emma asks them to pick up a package for her. The gang learns a little bit about the Reardons and then make their way to the Reardon house to pick up the package. After enjoying some barbecue, Amber Reardon delivers their package to them. Unable to resist, the gang looks in the box only to discover it contains a large quantity of the hallucinogen Godflotsam. They are deciding what to do with it as they head back to town. So I looked at Jeff, I'm like, hey, what, what should we do with this? Make the delivery, accept the gold, and move on with our lives? I agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we go back to Tattle. Right on. Uh, so you guys discover what's in this package, and yeah, Peter, the... The box looks a little fucked up because of you uh, dropping it from that failed dexterity save. Um, but it doesn't look... You're, like, you're able to get it re-put back together so that it looks like it's the original, you know, closure and not tie. And you waltz your way through town. Are you guys actually trying to be sneaky or are you just relying on the spell? I'm not trying to be sneaky. There's no point in me trying to be sneaky. <laughs> I would I would walk confidently as well. Peter, you walking around like you own that shit? Yeah. What's there to be afraid of? Fucking right. You guys stroll through the town and uh let me you know, I'm gonna do this with real dice. I miss real dice. I'm gonna just roll me a quick roll. Can I get the microphone close enough you can hear it? Probably not. Uh 
as you are crossing through town, so there's like, uh, there's the three bridges in town. So you guys were out on the east end of town and you're crossing over the, the bridge that goes into that sort of like, uh, central main cluster of big buildings and whatnot, the south center of town. And as you're going through that area, there's a, a little cluster of guards that are walking up the road. And you guys are handling yourselves pretty calmly, pretty chill. And this group of guards kind of eyeballs you as you're walking past. And then they let you go past. Nothing bad actually happens. All right. You get to the other bridge. You cross over. Uh, in fact, you pass pretty darn close to the sneaky brisket. Walking on down the road to Tattle. Let's call it 2 o'clock now. And you arrive back safe and sound at Tattle. Cool. It's past the it's past the lunch rush. And it's uh, it's sort of the lull in the early afternoon. Um, you notice that there is one table that is in the uh, in the establishment in the in the sort of like set of tables that are here. And uh, let's see, who are these people? You see that they are uh, they're wood elves. There's three of them sitting at the table. Let's do another. Let's do another history check just for giggles. Uh, and I'm gonna have Sam do this one with advantage. Three. You like my sound effect? Mm, I did. What that was, was that? Milk duds in a box. Ooh. Oh, that wasn't as clever. Uh, uh twenty. A twenty is a damn fine roll. You recognize the people that are sitting at the table as belonging to House Temsaya. Kaboom. Show that to you guys. Their house emblem is a stag. They are wood elves, as I may or may not have mentioned. And uh, you see that they are Dayuda, Umhai, Susu, and Jess, four of the members of this family. And, uh... They are sitting at the table. They're the only patrons in the restaurant. And you guys walk up to Emma, and Emma goes, Oh! Oh, oh, oh! Very good, very good. And she comes over, and she grabs the package out of um, out of Jeff's hands. She looks at it for a second, and she's like, It's a little fucked up. What happened? Um, nothing. That's how it was. <laughs> it was like that when I got here. <laughs> yeah, fucking priceless I love man. That. Um, I uh, nothing. Um, I'd like you to give me a, just a deception roll, just for fun. Oh. 20. <laughs> oh my god. Boom. That's your second natural 20 of the evening. That's huge. You say, uh, nothing. <laughs> and she's like, huh, huh, all right. She totally buys that. Uh, uh, and she says, oh, oh, hang on one second. And uh, you notice that as she is walking back around the bar... She takes that package that you just handed to her and she sets it down at the table with the Temsayas and then runs back around the bar and grabs you 
uh, grabs a little pouch of gold. And, uh... A little pouch. Yeah, that was... That was a fart. And she comes back, and, uh... She holds it out in front of Jeff, and Jeff sticks out his upraised palm, and she drops the bag in there, and she says, Thank you so much. I cannot tell you how grateful I am. This... Oh, this is this is fantastic. Thank you so much. Do we know much about the anything else about the uh, the house? Um, uh, let's see. Just I apologize. The uh, house, Tim Timash, Timsaya, T M S I A H, Timsaya. Uh, normal. You know. I mean, I mean, we already we know what's in the package. So is that kind of weird? These guys are getting. Um, what you know about them, and you in particular, which is why I gave you advantage, you know that you have seen these people before. Uh, you believe strongly that they are members of Aja's Circle, which is the druids that are outside of town that your mother is associated with. Okay, yeah. Hallucigens, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, okay. Uh, you do also know, by the way, that this family is a, they're a very, fa- uh, very humble family. Um, and they are a, they're, they're a family that is known for, uh, being healers, uh, for having, you know, medicines, rare herbs, tinctures, all the rest of those things. They do sway a little bit into, you know, maybe some aromatherapy and some other things that aren't quite as well recognized as straight up medicinal. But, you know, they definitely are, uh, are known as a, a medical family, for lack of a better way of putting that. So the stuff we carried back, yeah, I guess uh, I'm surprised they wouldn't be able to get it through normal means, being druids. That would be curious to me. Well, we did kind of establish that the uh, god flotsam uh, is native to more mountainous regions, which is why Jeff would know about it. Oh, so probably just getting it itself. All right. That makes sense. It's an import. It's an import. Oh, there you go. And uh, you guys uh, just going to make your delivery and mosey on or anything else you had for Emma? Anybody want to try some of this tea? Oh, dun, dun, dun. You're not supposed to know what's in the package. I um uh, I knew I'd, I have a another job on the line, so I can't partake. Yeah, uh, we better not. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I would DM like a hallucinogenic <laughs> adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, amazingly. <laughs> I I'll have to give that some thought at some point. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting thought. Well, anyway. Emma comes back, she gives you the gold, she says, I am so, so grateful, I owe you. The next time you guys need anything, let me know. This was a huge favor. Here's your money, thank you so much. And there's also a very, eh, a subtle but firm sort of push towards the door in her voice that, that I think you're all picking up on pretty clearly. <laughs> Alright, we're drug smugglers. Fantastic. <laughs> Easy money. Mm-hmm. I don't feel any at ease. It's kind of my, kind of my thing to find uh, pick up odd jobs here and there, and this is just one of those things where we, we did the job and no one got hurt, and all right, cool, whatever, just a job. Sweet. All right.
you guys have yourselves a quiet afternoon. Maybe you go back to the sneaky brisket for a little while. Maybe you take a walk around, but it is a largely uneventful day. Wrapping up into your evening. And, well, then it comes around to evening time. The sun is beginning to set, and unless you otherwise object, are you, you're all going back to Devonshire Estates? Yeah, I'd want to make a plan beforehand. How did we want to, if we're going to follow these frogs, how are we going to do that? So we have a plan going in. Um, I, when I follow things, I like to find them, and then just, you know, get behind them. So yeah, let's actually just go ahead and do that. I, for funsies, oh, no, I that, don't That's a to, plan you can get behind? I don't even need to turn into a frog. We can just do this past the thing again, and the frogs probably shouldn't even be able to see us. We should be super sneaky once we find those frogs. We don't even have to turn into anything. Fucking A. So, you guys, uh, were there any other precautionary measures or otherwise you wanted to take before starting this all out? Right on. Take that as a no. You make your way to the edge of the Devonshire Estates. You see as the early evening is falling that in fact, there he is, Mr. Adam McNutt, and he is standing perfectly stock still in the center of the courtyard in the Devonshire Estates front lawn sort of area, and he's staring almost right where you guys are, but looking just past you, and he's just standing there. Definitely, definitely not looking at the ground. Gotcha. Um... So maybe try to take a clue and see if I can figure out what Adam is looking at. Uh, you look, th- you kind of like follow his gaze and, uh, and it's just like the building across the street. There's nothing special about it. And I'll have you roll some insight. All of us or just me? Just you. Insight. Here we go. 16. Ooh. With a 16... You can tell, uh, especially based on what you knew from his conversation earlier, he's just trying to not look at the frogs. So he's not looking at anything. He's not indicating anything specific to you. Fair enough. Well, um, I guess uh, maybe we should try to look around and find some frogs. Uh, Let's get a little perception roll from each of you. Is it dark up? It's starting to get there, yeah. Can Goliath, do they have dark vision? No. But a drow most certainly does, and I'm guessing a dwarf would as well. Alright. Peter. Did I, oh, I mean, uh, Fiatin would roll a 20. Mm hmm. And then it looks like Jeff's got a 10, and Peter's got a 21. So, Peter and. Peter and Fiatin, the two of you are, are looking around. You notice that there are, in fact, frogs around. Not an uncommon thing. You know, you guys are in a town that's right by a river with a little sort of a woomy-like area in the middle. Um, But it does seem like there's a fair number out, like more than you'd maybe expect. And after watching for a little bit, you notice that they actually do seem to be going in a direction. In this particular case, 
they seem to be heading maybe even two directions, because some are heading to the north, and some are heading to the east. What would you like to do? With that, I will go ahead and turn that um, pass without a trace on, click, and uh, make our stealthiness make stealthy. Right on. Oh, I thought you had that on already. Oh, uh, that only had an hour, so I didn't know if we passed that time limit, so I would have to cast it again. Gotcha. Okay. So, you are now passing again without a trace. And did Uh, you have on you ashes from a burned leaf of mistletoe and a sprig of spruce? I had to reach for my pockets like I'm missing my keys. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Okay, I got it. And yes, I did. Sweet. And so um, with that, I would follow uh, in Peter's uh, lead. He was the most perceptive. Peter, you got... Am I picking a direction? Uh, Just, you know, in general, what are you doing? Um, well, I'm looking at the frogs. They're kind of going northeast, kind of northeast, I guess. So um, I guess I'll just look down at the frogs. I, I guess, do the frogs care that we're anywhere near them or looking at them? Um, they did seem to be somewhat avoiding you. Um, like, you know, just as a normal amphibian probably would avoid a mammal uh, in a normal situation. They're giving you guys sort of a wider berth. And, uh, and then... Your compatriot cast the Pass Without a Trace, which does conjure a veil of shadows and silence that radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. And you notice after that happens that the frogs are less perturbed by you, perhaps almost like they don't even notice you, and they're uh, still going in the same direction they were going, but hopping closer to you than they previously were in their caution. Okay. Well, then... um. I'll just walk behind them and see if I can find out where they're going. Sweet. That would follow. Um, big bad Jeff. You following? Yes. Sweet. Y'all start following. Oh, and Jeff isn't... He's not taking on his normal routine of trying to smash the frogs, is he? <laughs> no. Kami is a rage. <laughs> I did enjoy that we had fan callouts that they really enjoy uh, Jeff's rage noises. <laughs> Yeah, we've had quite a few people talk about that. So you guys are, you're following the frogs and you're, I wish I had named these streets or something like that. Uh, let me have, uh, let me have Peter, as you guys are following, make, make me another perception roll. Let's do this one with advantage. Cause you're eyeballing. Oh, look <laughs> at that. You 20. literally have 20, 20 vision. Nice. <laughs> and we got, uh. A 21, also a nat 20 there from Jeff. Oh, are we all good? Oh, I thought it was, uh, sorry. Yeah, why don't you give me one anyway? Let's, let's just do that anyway. Let's just, let's just see. Let's just see. Just for giggles. Just to see how it feels. All right, sorry. I didn't have my stuff. Tote's cool. Mm. You know, I do love how some of the D&D streams that are out there, they have, uh, dice cameras. So everybody will have their little, like, dice tray like we've got, but then they have a camera that's just on the dice tray. Oh. It's very exciting. Fucking fancy. Look at fucking uh, that. Roll so, it for 25. I, I feel like I need to get a screenshot of that. <laughs> Especially because it's got Sam as Ass McMaster. Funny name. <laughs> uh, that's not my name. 
<laughs> we'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, hey, what do you knock, want? Knock, knock. Who's there? Um, that's fine. You are able to follow the shit out of these frogs. They're heading north and east and north and east. And you've maybe got to cut through a side street. You maybe got to cut through an alley. Maybe you cut through a yard or two. But you follow all of these frogs. And like as you're going along, you are finding that they are, in fact, really heading in a direction. Uh, you, you guys really thought that maybe uh, Adam was a little bit more McNutty than you thought. But he is uh, he's apparently on to something. Eventually, you get to the uh, sort of center of town where the bridge that crosses over from the womb onto the Hart River, which is the sort of northern river going out of town, or coming into town, rather. And, uh, and you notice that the frogs are all gathering, or all seem to be congregating um, by that bridge uh, on the north end of the womb in the center of town. And you notice one other thing that really strikes you as odd as you get there. You notice a person. This person is standing on, uh, like, sort of at the, just where the bridge begins and is looking north out over the Hart River. And, uh, let me find this here picture in the fucking pictures where I have the pictures. There we go. Kaboom. You see a somewhat stately looking gentleman. And uh, he is looking out over the water. Um, I don't think any of you recognize this person. Um, but they are, they are finely dressed. And, well, you guys can see it because I showed you the picture. Uh, you can see that this is, in fact, the aforementioned Cicero Gwynn. So maybe you know kind of of him, but none of you know him personally. So he's standing by the river. There's a bunch of frogs. What do you do? And he can't see us, right? Because we're still kind of cloaked. Yep, he doesn't see you, isn't looking around for you. Not aware of you yet. Um, I say we sit there and kind of observe him for a bit. I, I will, I'm 100% going to turn into a frog and get closer. Ooh, that's a who. Risky. What if I go out smashy smashy on frogs all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I didn't think about that. Uh, I'm not gonna. That, uh, that conundrum. Uh, I agree uh, with my good friend and Peter. <laughs> Do a little observation mm -hmm. and get a little uh, get a little frog time going. Yeah. Uh, so my first question is: if you transform into something else. Can you maintain your concentration? I am not familiar enough with the druid stuff. I can. I was actually just looking at that. I can... Uh, 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 let me turn to page <clears throat> and get that for you. Mm, that's a good page. It's a solid page. That's why probably Every, everybody loves that page. Yeah. Uh, page Google. Um, da -da 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 -da. Wild shape. You can't cast spells. The ability to speak or take any action that requires hands is limited to the capabilities of the beast form, but transforming does not break your concentration on a spell you've already casted. However, 
I can prevent you from taking actions that are part of the spell, like call lightning, that mm. you've already cast it. So mm. concentration would still be there on, mm -hmm. but I cannot uh, take another spell. So that's why I tried to do it beforehand. Word. All right. You are uh, transformed into a frog. And you're trying to look just like all the other frogs that are around here, right? Yeah. You're trying to be a toad or anything else special. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be any distinct frog. You're not Maybe wearing I... a tiny hat or anything? <laughs> frog has a tiny hat on. You're not unusually colored? I know, am I colorblind in the game as well, so I have no clue what these frogs actually look like? Uh-oh. So I, like, turn into some weird zebra frog or... You transform into a bright, like, Orange. neon pink? <laughs> nope. Nope, uh, just turning into a frog. You turn yourself into a frog, and uh, so as you are watching, uh, or rather as Jeff and Peter are standing there watching, uh, you do see Cicero Gwyn is kind of looking down at the, the frogs at one point, and he does hunker down, like down to a squat, and uh, you see like one of the frogs kind of like stops by him, and he reaches out and pokes it, and it jumps into the water from where he was standing. Uh oh. Uh, and he, uh, and then he casually stands back up and leans on the bridge and is looking out across the water again. Mister Frogman Fjorten, tell me what you're doing. Um, I would probably be standing in line behind the frogs and see if I can learn anything. If he's saying anything, or uh, what the other frogs are even doing around. All right. The frogs continue leaping forward. And why don't you give me why don't you give me a perception roll? Roll, roll, roll. That'd be a fifteen. Hmm, that's a nice fifteen. Um so you're mimicking the behavior of the frogs around you, trying to get close, trying to see what's happening. And you hop forward. And you hop forward, and you hop forward, and you're just following along with the other ones that are there. And the frogs, like the, the, the group that you've fallen in with, they all just kind of hop right past Gwyn. You look up at him as he's going past, and uh, why don't you give me, give me just a straight up d20 roll. We'll call it a luck roll. 11. Okay. Um, he looks down at you for just a moment, kind of furrows his brow, but then goes back to looking out. And you notice now that you're close enough to see that he is watching these frogs. Uh, not super intently, but he's looking out at, like, where they're going and what they're doing. But you notice pretty clearly from your modestly good perception roll that these frogs are actually not stopping and having anything to do with Cicero. Hmm. Huh. Well, that's really weird. Um, I, if they're not stopping, I don't think I'd be a frog that stops and I would hop into the river. Okay. <laughs> As you keep going, you notice that these frogs are hopping into the water and then following the current just a little bit. And you notice that they are hopping into, uh, as it goes underneath the bridge, a small hole that is under the bridge, and they're crawling inside and vanishing from your sight. That's cool. 
Um, at this point, I don't think I will go into the hole. Uh, go in the hole. I don't feel like... Go in uh, the hole. <laughs> <laughs> As Fjordan, at this moment, until we come up with a new plan, I don't think I will be following into this hole, just because I don't know it's in the hole, and splitting the party at a level, uh, level me druid, I don't think that'd be a good plan at the moment. It's level three druid. So I think right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pop out uh, on the other side of the, kind of where the bridge is, but on the other side and start hopping my way, uh, maybe around the neighborhood back to my compadre. Okay. So Jeff and Peter, you guys like instantaneously lose sight of your companion here. Like it doesn't matter how sharp eyed you are. There's like probably like 30 or 40 frogs that you can see across the whole area that you're in. Um, it's getting dark. It's a fairly clear night. Not super terrible out or anything for visibility, but it's a frog amongst a bunch of frogs. Um, and you see uh, Cicero just kind of hanging out there. Nothing fancy, nothing special. What if we go catch him? Well, I, I was thinking, let's go like... Because are we veiled? We're still veiled right now? You guys would still be veiled, yeah. Uh, you're... Um, pass without a trace would you'd still be within like range of that oh yeah uh within range like can we leave uh, within range of what like is it an area or what you've got to be within 30 feet of you actually let me read this again for the duration each creature you choose within 30 feet of you including you has a plus 10 to bonus blah 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 yeah because it doesn't say anything about range out i thought it was just at that moment whatever is in 30 feet of you so it can you did up to mention that I would say maybe because it says for the duration each creature you choose within 30 feet of you. So I think it's I think they've got to remain within 30 feet of you. Um, but you let's just say you guys don't get outside of that 30 feet. Gotcha. Well, I guess we do nothing because if we uh, if we move at all, then we're like going to suddenly appear out of nowhere, which would be weird. So I guess we just sit here and. <laughs> Wait for so what I have to get back. Yeah, cause that that would been my plan is to kind of go around and pop back to him. Um, what's the time frame for all that? Do you feel? It probably takes you about let's call it fifteen minutes, because I mean at a minimum you have tiny tiny frog legs. <laughs> so you hop your way over the uh, let's call it you know maybe twenty five feet to where Gwyn is standing by the bridge. Uh, you pass by him that gets you pretty close to the edge of the range you hop down into the water you see this hole, this mysterious hole Uh, you float back down the river a little bit and then back up and then you return to your companion so yeah let's just call that about 15 minutes on the west bank and then yep, pass by a tavern oh no, when I even get to the tavern inn and then there's just an unnamed building, I just pop back into shape and kind of I don't know if maybe I have some waters on. I'm going to be shaking off water and oh, it's cold in that river and tell them what I, what I saw. You pass your knowledge on to your teammates. And as you're, I think as you're explaining, like, well, actually, why don't you give me your words? Tell me how you describe your adventure. Um, I would say exactly what happened. I was following the frogs and it seemed mysterious like uh, Cicero was telling him something, but none of the frogs stopped. So I jumped into the heart of the river and I was going to follow the frogs more. And then they turned and underneath the bridge, there's a hole. Frog size, correct? Hole? 
that a I would thing? say the hole itself is probably let's call it about a foot in diameter. Alright, yeah. I would tell about this foot in diameter hole and I'm uh I didn't want to go in there alone without any backup, so I came back up and here we are. Okay. Weird. Um Well, hi-ho, VGAT fans. Welcome back. How about those frogs, huh? And this McNutt guy, what's up with him? Friends, I wanted to take a moment to say thanks again to all of you for continuing to listen. We live in some pretty wild and crazy times, and it can be easy to leave a podcast by the wayside when we're all distracted. None of us here at VGAT are really famous or otherwise noteworthy, so, you know, probably kind of forgettable. We get that. But we appreciate you letting us occupy a little corner of your life, so, you know, thanks for that. I also wanted to let all of you know that if you need anything, let us know. I mean, it's not like we have a closet full of N95 masks laying around or anything, but if you need help, give us a shout. We'll do what we can. In other news, I'm sorry about the late release of our last artwork. I'll be 100% transparent about this. The four of us started playing Divinity Origins 2, and it's been a real challenge to do anything but play that game. I can't even believe I'm editing right now. Like, I really just want to be playing the game. I'm considering calling in sick to work tomorrow to play it, but I don't want anyone to think I've got the plague or whatever, so I'm stuck just waiting for later in the week when I can play it again. So, anyway, sorry about that. And, all right, well, excuses aside, uh, let's get back into the action. I say, how about this? Uh, I say we kind of duck around a building, kind of get out of our veil, and pretend we're drunk, and walk up to Cicero over there and see if we can figure out what the hell he's doing. Ooh, I like it. Because the tavern's nearby, I say we we look like we just came out of the tavern, and uh, we're shit-faced. All right, all right. Uh, I'd be down for that. Sweet. Uh, the tavern, by the way, uh, I really need to update the labels on our map here. That tavern that is right there by the, the bridge going between the Heart River and the Womb, uh, that is the Courtesy Gobble. Oh, all right. So you are well known in there and all the rest of it, but you're not actually going in. You're just going to pretend to be coming from that direction and then stumble your way towards Cicero and the bridge? Mm-hmm. Right on. You confidently strut down the road pretending to be a bit sauced and uh do we have any is there any alcohol i can pour on myself for a moment to be a sloshy drunk <laughs> i need to smell <laughs> do the you part. carry booze with you i don't think so all right so you guys uh you guys are strolling down the area uh getting tw- getting close to that bridge and uh why don't you why don't y'all make some deception rolls for me Dice rolling noises, dice rolling noises. Dice, dice, dice. Um, I rolled a... Ooh, a, a five. Gosh. Puritan's so uptight, he doesn't know how to fake drunk. I am <laughs> so drunk. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we had all the beers. That's... So we got a, a 17 from Peter and an 11 from Jeff. You guys are reasonably convincing. You know, I'm not like super great necessarily for, for Jeff, but... I mean, it'd probably be hard to be convinced that a guy that size could get that sloshed anyway. I'm wasted. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Fjordan, who is just, just bad at it. Oh man, I am, I am so intoxicated right now. I am seeing uh, the pink elephants that everyone is rumored to see when wow, they are this, also intoxicated. Is this double vision? No. I had better not drive a car right now. <laughs> I better not drive a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I would go into the river for sure. And uh, you guys are stumbling your way uh, not super convincingly towards where Cicero is standing, but not super unconvincingly. Are you going to attempt to make conversation with him? Or are you going to what are you gonna? What are you thinking? You're gonna do? I was thinking like, uh, you know, we kind of walk by, pretending like we don't notice them, and then one of us is like, "Hey, hey, what, what are you doing? What are you looking at? What are you doing?" Would that be Peter that does yeah, that? Yeah, sure. I think that would be Peter. Uh, let me see here. Let me let me make another let me make another D roll here. Because this guy's just sitting there looking over the bridge, I assume, or. Yeah, from all appearances, he's just sort of standing there. Maybe at this point, he's kind of leaning on the bridge railing. Um, and he's... Uh, well, actually, let's start with this. Uh, Peter, why don't you give me an insight roll while I make my super secret roll? Thir oh, Thirteen. Interesting. Uh, it doesn't take a very high score to tell that he... Uh, you can see that he's watching the frogs. Um, and... As you get up close and you're like, what are you, what are you doing, buddy? Or whatever it is that you fake drunkenly slur at him. And he says, uh, what does he say? He's going to say, I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out where these, what the hell are these frogs doing? And then I look over the bridge and I'm like, what frogs? What are you talking about? And then I see all the frogs. I'm like, holy shit. That's a lot of fucking frogs. Am I? I'm not crazy. Then I'm seeing all of these frog. What the hell are these frogs doing? That's what I want to know. And I'm, and I'm hmm. like, hey, Jeff, if you're, look at yeah. all these fucking frogs. What are these? Oh, what are these frogs? Let me get my hammer out. <laughs> get my hammer out and drunkenly try to smash a frog <laughs> from, oh from my, top of the bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can he? Can he reach the frogs from the top of the bridge? He's huge. Okay. Oh my! He, well, he he could stumble back to back to land and try and smash a frog or two. Uh, why don't you give me a? I mean, hey, we haven't gotten to do it any other reason tonight. Why don't you give me an attack roll? Why don't you give me three attack rolls? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow! Glad I'm not uh, a frog anymore. That is twenty five, twenty two, and twenty one. Um, you know, just hey, why don't we do this for giggles? Why don't you give me some damage rolls? <laughs> <laughs> so, even even without flying into a rage, that's 15, 8, and 11 for a grand total of, what would that be, 34? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you, like, 
smash, smash, and smash. And uh, Cicero, like, leaps back because he doesn't want to get splattered with frog. <laughs> and, and it's just like, what the hell, man? Are these frogs your friends? What? No, but they're, this, these are a very nice pair of pants. <laughs> oh, look at fancy uh-huh. pants. They are fancy pants. There's nothing wrong with fancy pants. Is that a talking frog? I raise my warhammer. He says, okay, okay, okay. And he starts walking. Uh, he starts walking across the bridge away from you guys. Like he's, he's just walking away, like going home or something. He's, he's kind of doing like a, well, I mean, he is obviously exasperated with these, uh, frog smashing drunks who are ruining his frog viewing evening. Uh, and he's just, he's, he's kind of stomping away in a huff. Okay. I- wait, wait, I'm sorry. What do you make of these frogs? Hmm. Well, you just threatened him, and now you're trying to be nice. Why don't you give me a little charisma roll? Well, that's what drunk people do. That is what drunk people do. I think your score is going up on believability. Do-do. Fuck you! Wait a minute, you're great. <laughs> 17. 17. 17 is a good enough score. So he stops, he turns and looks at you, and then he comes back just a little bit, and he says... Well, let, 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 let me ask you, have you seen, have you seen frog behavior like this? Have you seen behavior like this in any other creature? No, everybody knows the frogs here are weird. Weird? That is an excellent term for it. And why, I ask you, why are these frogs weird? Why are just these frogs, why are just frogs weird? Think about it for a second. I don't know. What do you think? Well, what I have noticed in particular is that they all seem, occasionally, I have not been able to find any pattern to it, but they seem occasionally to come to this bridge. And they go underneath the bridge, and then they disappear. You think the the werewolves are getting them? (laughs) Mm. Werewolves are voracious, but not to this extent. Besides, there would be noise. And how would they go this often, being devoured, and yet come back? He's got you there, Jeff. He's got you yeah. there. I don't know. Have you spent much time studying these frogs? Enough, but not enough. Enough to know that it's strange. It's a very strange pattern of behavior, but not enough to determine how or why. Wait a minute. You, you aren't making the frogs weird, are you? <laughs> no, no. I, I can assure you that I am not making the frogs weird. I've been... Merely attempting to understand their behavior. Have you talked to anybody else about this? Why, why do you ask? I know a guy. He likes frogs, too. Oh? These frogs? Some frogs. He thinks they're moving a certain direction. Well, he would be right about that. Who's this friend of yours? I don't know. What? Why are you here? I'm out with my friends having a drink. All right. All right. Okay. Yes. Yes. I uh, that much is obvious. So, um, what are you gonna do about these frogs? Hmm. Well, I'd love to find out where they're going, but I don't really know. I don't really know where. How? How are they? Where are they going? I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably have to investigate under the bridge, I suppose, but. I'm not a very big fan of getting too close to the water. There, there are quite a few whale wolves. They, they were just in, 
in town in the stadium the other day. They caused quite a ruckus. You think there's a hole the frogs go into? Well, that's the only intuitive reason. The frogs can't really breathe underwater for very long. They must be going somewhere. But where? Did you get any frog on your pants? He looks down and, uh... He... He says, I, I appear to have dodged the worst of your ire. Maybe I'll stop smashing them and start poking them. What do you think about poking frogs? Well, I was poking some earlier, trying to get some sort of a reaction, but they seem quite determined. <laughs> Poked some frogs earlier. Jesus Christ. Well, this guy's more drunk than we... Poking frogs? Maybe, um... Maybe we should capture a frog. And smash it. No. <laughs> Hulk smash. Yeah, let's catch a frog. Uh, he he puts his hands out, palms up, and says, You're welcome to catch as many as you like. And then what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then what, to be frog a, man? <laughs> a great deal of foresight in your planning here. I don't think catching them is going to do anything. I think following them might get us somewhere. Well, how can we follow them? Well... Clearly, none of us can. I've poked my head under that bridge, and I can't see anything. I can't, I can't, there's no door or passageway or anything that I, I can discern. And then I, I, I just want to go up to him like, Oh, well, I guess you're the exp- expert, aren't you, buddy? And, and kind of just start, I don't know, just that kind of almost shooing him off the way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're the expert, huh? Oh, so you're gonna get belligerent with him with your fake drunk? <laughs> yeah, just, I mean not belligerent. I just I don't want him around anymore. I am belligerent because of all of the alcohols that I've had mm-hmm. tonight. I've had so many alcohols. Uh, you were, I'm like, yeah, maybe. You know what I think? I think you should go see Jeff. You should go help him go see. All right, frog man, let's go. I grab him by the scruff of his neck. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have you, let's see here, let's have you make a dexterity check contested against his. 17. 17 far exceeds the four that he got. (laughs) So you get, uh, one of your big meaty dick beaters around his neck, and you got him. What are you gonna do with him? Should we go look under the bridge? Let's go look under the bridge. And I take him down there. He, he squeals and goes, Unhand me! Unhand me, you brute! Come on, frogman. Like I don't know, pretend not to notice his uh, uncomfortableness. His protests? Yes. Uh, well, you are significantly stronger than this person is. And uh, you are able to get him down. So you're going like straight up into the water. Mm-hmm. I think at this point... Uh I am going to turn back into a frog. I get two of those a day. Nice. Uh, all right, so you're turned into a frog. Jeff has Cicero Gwyn uh, by the neck, drags him into the water, which I can tell you he protests a great deal to. Sorry about uh, your fancy his... pants. <laughs> uh, and then, so you're going to actually drag him into the water and under the bridge, right? Okay. Uh, let me roll... 
One other thing. So you drag Gwyn under the bridge, and he is like he is flailing and he's like kind of swatting ineffectively at you and your arms and whatnot. And then you get to the actual underneath of the bridge, and he all of a sudden stops, pauses, uh, and sees the hole that Fjorten saw earlier. And he uh, clearly was not able to see this. Uh, like, you know, if you were standing on the shoreline, you wouldn't be able to see that there's this big hole here. You would just see that, you know, it's sort of the flat surface of the underside of the bridge but now being in front of it he now sees this hole and he stops and he kind of like sort of gently pushes your hand away now like yeah yeah i got it you can let me go do you let him go by the way yeah and i crouched down i said what do you think they're doing in there he looks down and like so the two of you this gigantic goliath of a man and then this sort of normal scrawny sized human are looking into this hole and he goes i don't know where are they going? And as you guys are watching, like, frog, you know, frog after frog is, is going into this hole and climbing in. Uh, and then, Fjorten, what are you doing? Uh, at this point, I would almost, I mean, what do we feel about this guy? Is this guy, like, with us now? Are we all fingering this out together? He seems like the other side of uh, an eccentric coin, along with uh, Fjorten's friend, or and Peter's friend. Well, I mean, at this point, maybe I would almost kind of go along with it and jump into the water, go to the hole, and try to signal it's me, like wave my little hand up in the air at uh, Jeff. I'm like, hey, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, it's me. I'm going to go in now and kind of investigate the hole now. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you, you hop your way around the underside of the bridge, and you stop by the edge of the hole. And, like, you sort of, like, wave one of your front frog legs in the air. Don't smash me. Don't smash me. Jesus Christ, don't smash me. Cicero is there, and he's like, look, look, look at that one. Look at that one. What is he doing? I'm pretty sure that's my friend, Fjorten. (laughs) He looks at you and is like, you are way drunker than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're uh, you're gonna go into the hole. You said I'm gonna go into the hole. All right, you uh, you enter into the hole, and you're there with all your other frog buddies, and they're sort of like leaping over you and around you and to the side of you, and you're you're just trying to keep up with the flow here. Um, frog flow. And uh, this tunnel, this tunnel goes on for like a really long time. Um, I would say that you've been, like, crawling and hopping down this tunnel for uh, probably, like, mm, let's call it a full minute. And you see that it just keeps going. It's descending, probably at, like, I don't know what you'd call it, maybe, like, a 20, 25-degree slope. There's some water trickling down. Um, but there's, you know, it's it's a it's a very long and, a, and extensive tunnel. Um, but you haven't come to any branches or anything yet. You want to keep following these guys? We'll keep following. Going down, we're descending a bit. I mean, it's enough of a descent that I can top back up, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could definitely climb back up this. Okay. You could definitely climb back up this little chute. Is there any water running through this, by the way? Just a little bit. Uh, a faint trickle. Okay. 
It's like just at the water line up there, up at the top. Well, you tell me, like, how how far do you? <laughs> I hear fart in the back. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> this, this mic picks it up pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, you tell me, how far do you think you would follow these frogs? Like, how far? How many minutes, maybe? Do you think you would go? I don't know. I'm very, I'm very involved in this now. Probably as far as I go. I'm a very determined kind of guy. All right. Uh, it takes you probably, uh, let's call it 15 minutes of hopping down this, uh, down this thing. So you are, it's starting to get a little cold. You are pretty far underground and you and your new amphibious buddies, uh, you come to a, what would the right word be? A more open cavern. Okay. I was I was gonna say a clearing, but this isn't the fucking woods. It's underground. Uh, so you come to a a fairly large cavern. The water is trickling to a pool in the center, and there are three entrances to this cavern um, that are like much larger sized. Uh, let's call it approximately big enough for like a medium creature to come into there. All right. Um, any ladders coming from the ceiling? So it's just a a cavern. Of any sort, any entrances that a medium-sized creature could get in. Um, so there's nothing going up. The three, three really at this point for you exits. Um, so you came down and you were going, you were traveling west. Right. There is an enter or an exit rather straight across from where you're at that goes west. Another one that goes southwest, and another one that seems to go probably like straight north. Hmm. And um, the water is trickling. The water is rolling out of that southwestern part. Um, and all of the frogs are just sort of congregating here. Um, you notice it's hard to probably count them or really keep track of it in your little frog brain, but there are a (laughs) one ribbit, 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 ribbit. You notice that there are probably like a couple dozen frogs that are, that are hanging about in this room. I'm just going to try to speak frog here. They, uh... Uh, Ribbit, what's the information, Ribbit? I, you know, can frogs I don't, talk to each I other? Don't, like, I have no clue. Do do all these frogs seem like they're trying to communicate with each other? Or they're just standing there. Um, I mean, there's some croaking and ribbiting and whatnot, but it it doesn't seem like uh, super intelligible. You might say. All right. Well, I'm. I think I'm just gonna sit here until I see there's no more frogs coming. Um, frogs coming. Or. the mass frog orgy begins oh my god what if you discovered the secret frog orgy (laughs) i partake let's make some roe baby (laughs) there were eggs and semen everywhere um uh, i would give it probably just because this spell lasts for an hour and a half half of my rogue i mean my druid ability here level so i'd give it probably another 10 minutes or until no other frogs show up. Alright, let me make a quick roll on mine to see how lucky you are. Okay. You are hanging out down here in this uh, this little cavernous room, and there's just all these frogs, and you, you notice that you're all sitting there and you're all of the frogs are facing the west exit. Mm-hmm. And probably five minutes goes by before... Uh, a creature appears. And 
let me just state beforehand that I'm sitting by the exit I came from. I didn't really enter the cavern, and so um, I'm very hesitant. I'm bold to go down, but hesitant to stay, and so I'm just kind of... Any sort of weirdness goes on, I, I'm going to bounce my ass back up. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so you do see some weirdness happen. You see a creature enter from the western edge of the room, and it's it's weird, man. Like, it's hard to describe, and I'm going to have you give me a little nature roll. I apologize. Uh, what roll? A nature roll. Ooh, a nature roll. Which was always... Give me a nature roll, druid. I know, coincidence, because my nature roll kind of sucks. Uh, that would be a... Oh, a 19. Ooh. A 19. All right, with a 19, you are familiar with the creature that you see. Whoa. It's a little uh, reptile slash sort of amphibious... Uh, Tuna-looking uh, thing. Is it Blipto-Boop? <laughs> Is it Lord Tuna? Can <laughs> Lord Tuna? Uh, it is, in fact, a creature that you recognize as a Kuotoa. Uh, let me just pull up a quick description here. Oh, it is like Blipto Poop. I'm sorry, it's like what? Blipto Poop. <laughs> I feel like you're making sounds, but maybe not words or something. <laughs> no, here I'll show you. Stronks. I know it. Having I know it from uh, what the fuck were those games back in the day? The Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and it actually is a D and D thing that I found. Do, do, do. Well, while you're looking it up, I will say that. So yes, you are familiar with this type of creature. It is a Kuotoa. And they are degenerate. The book specifically calls them degenerates. Uh, so a bunch of fucking degen fish-like humanoids that uh, once inhabited the shores and islands of the surface world. And uh, yeah, it just kind of looks like a... Whoa, that's a fucking weird thing. How did you say it? Blip-do-poop-poop. Blip-do-poop. Blibdil poop. Blibdil poop. How did you just. Blibdil. How did you just know how to say that without seeing it spelled? Because, like I said, it was in those, uh, those old. I think it was maybe the Champions of Norath games. How'd you memorize that? Because it used to tickle me and my brother to no end. That thing would come out. <laughs> and I would say a blibdil poop. <laughs> and we would laugh and laugh. Campaign 2, episode 16, Better Not Drive a Horse, was released on April 5th, 2020. Join us next week as we play more Divinity Origin... I... 
mean as we do more adventuring on vegan 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 the very good adventuring team oh what, what did you play that was a poop stainer uh, we the oh yeah we played that yeah yeah the poop shoot game that was a fun that was a fun poop shooting game poop shooting buggy